Hello and welcome to another episode of Five Things, a web series dedicated to answering the five burning tech questions you have about technologies and workflows in the media creation space, plus tech stuff I dig and how it's used. I'm your host, Michael Thomas, and we're back after a break for NAB. I'm still regaining my voice and I wanted to thank everyone who stopped and chatted with me at NAB, as well as attended or tuned in to the panels I was a part of. Plus the live episode of Five Things, thanks to my friends at LumaForge. You all rock. I love hearing from you. Please stay in touch. Snap back to reality, and today we're delving into what certainly sounds like a good topic, prepping for post-audio. How much time have you spent cleaning up problems and mistakes from on set, or from other editors on your project? Often, audio folks have to do the same thing. Reorganizing work from the creative edit is usually the first step in post-audio. You can help alleviate this in a few ways, and it will help you during your rough mix. First, organize your audio. I know when it comes to video, you traditionally checkerboard your video, collapsing it into as few tracks as possible. But when it comes to audio, we want extreme separation and organization. This means separating audio into the minimum of three categories, and thus sets of tracks. In post, we call these FX, MX, and DX, or effects, music, and dialogue tracks. This is a good start, as audio folks routinely need to create stems, or isolated mixes, of each individual sound type. What is typically preferred, however, is to arrange even deeper than that. This would include audio tracks for each character's dialogue and separate tracks for voiceover. It may also include organization by sound effects types, like soft effects, such as ambience, versus hard effects, like a door slam. Not only does this help post audio, but it does allow you in video post to easily find and change the audio without soloing and hunting around for the right piece of audio. I am Lobo. I hunt alone. I need no one. What should be done is to adhere to odd even pairing. This means putting stereo tracks on tracks 1 and 2, 3 and 4, and so on. Avoid even odd pairing, such as tracks 2 and 3, and 4 and 5. This also includes not putting mono files on stereo tracks. Nothing is wrong with having stereo tracks and mono tracks in the same sequence. Lastly, if you process or render any audio files, whether you send them in to another application or simply apply a permanent effect, don't forget to leave the original on the timeline with the volume down or muted. If you export the sequence for post sound and have rendered effects, the sound folks are then stuck with your permanent mix which may need to be changed down the road. It's like you getting a compressed video and having little way to get back to the original file. In fact, many audio folks will simply skip your effects entirely by ignoring them when importing them in to the audio session. Help the entire project out and keep the original around. Be cautious when using tools like Pluralize to sync audio. Often using this tool to sync second system audio can remove original audio from the scene and your sound folks may need access to that file. Sync, 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 you fickle mistress. Sync is a problem that will have you chasing your tail. Here are a few things you can do to ensure your sync is spot on. First is a head pop or a two pop. I'm sure you've all seen the countdown to two before. History lesson, it used to be used when audio existed on magnetic tape stock and the picture was on celluloid. Getting these two mediums to proper and consistent playback speed could be challenging. So this countdown, 
called the Academy Leader, was placed ahead of the film. The audio, a single frame of 1K tone, was placed on the mag stock to be audibly heard for one frame, when the picture showed a frame of two. If the tone and frame of two didn't match up, something was out of sync. Yeah, that shots are out of sync. The bullet heads are popping before the gun even fires. You gotta be kidding me. Why have the pop at two, you may ask? This was because the FFOA, or FFOP, also known as the first frame of action or picture, started two seconds after the pop. At the tail end of the film, an identical pop was placed two seconds after the LFOP, or LFOA, which is the last frame of action or last frame of picture. Now, while we no longer need to be as concerned about dual system playback, we still need sync points to ensure exports are okay and things remain in sync. Often, this can simply be a flash frame two seconds before FFOA with a 1K tone and the same flash frame and pop two seconds after the LFOA. Usually, your project will have a two pop at 59 minutes, 58 seconds with FFOA at one hour. Most everything that Post Audio does is based off mixed depicts, so it's imperative that the video arrive to your audio team with a few key things. First, as I mentioned in the last point, make sure you have your flash frame or academy leader countdown at the tops and tails of your piece. You're gonna have to put a timecode window burn on the video for sync. Now, this timecode needs to match the sequence timecode and frame rate. Make sure you're using a timecode reader filter set to sequence timecode and not a timecode generator or a reader that is pulling clip timecode. Put the timecode window burn in a place that will not prevent the sound editors or Foley folk from judging footsteps and lip sync. Often, this means having the window burn near the bottom or the top of the frame and off to one side, often with a level of opacity. If the video is letterboxed, then put the window burn in this black area. This is important. Be sure to check with a sound team to see their exact requirements. This is no ordinary situation and requires more than your ordinary attention. Now, when you export the video for post audio, each facility will have their own requirements. Normally, this is a DNX HD or ProRes export. These files will be larger than an H.264 file, but post audio systems work best with non-long GOP encoded files. So the less compression, the better. We want the audio workstation's horsepower to go towards mixing and not trying to playback the video file. Most facilities are still mixing to SD or HD video as opposed to 4K. Again, we want to minimize strain on the DAW. It's also beneficial to export the video file with the complete audio mix that you've done. Audio folk will often use this as a guide and often it gives us insight into what the director liked for that sequence. Most NLEs have the ability to export the sequence for post-audio. This is usually in an OMF or AAF format. OMF, or Open Media Framework, is an older dated format and has several limitations. OMF tops out at a 2 gig file size, which often means you need to export multiple OMF files for larger projects. OMF also loses the volume automation and names of the tracks when exporting and importing from one application to another. AAF, on the other hand, remedies all of these issues. Use AAF whenever possible. 
If your NLE supports nesting of sequences, then you'll want to unnest these portions of your timeline. The OMF or AF that contains a nested sequence will do a mix of that nested portion, and post-sound won't get the individual sound files. Needless to say, this is very, very bad. Of course we were bad. We were very, very, we were very, very bad. Post-sound will also want handles, that is, extra head and tail on the clips that are exported. This helps with fades and smoothing out audio from one clip to another. I prefer five second handles if at all possible. This is easily selected during the OMF or AAF exports from your NLE. For those of you using Final Cut 10, you have a bit more work ahead of you. First, you need to properly assign your roles. Next, Final Cut 10 doesn't natively export OMF or AAF, but you have a few options to work around this. Most common is to use the X2 Pro app, there are two flavors, X2 Pro and X2 Pro LE, but I highly recommend the full version. It works by exporting a Final Cut Pro XML from Final Cut 10 and running this XML through the X2 Pro application. The other workaround is to use Logic. If you have Logic on your Mac, you could export an XML from Final Cut 10, open this exported XML in Logic, and Logic can export an AAF for post audio. So this workflow may result in the loss of some very important metadata. Just as editorial should have tight communication with production, post-audio should have tight communication with you. Talk with them early and make sure to ask for their deliverables doc. Send them notes on problematic scenes, notes on temp audio, music, etc. What's also beneficial is to put room tone on the tracks for that scene. While it's not imperative, it does save time in post-audio from having to hunt down bits of room tone from within those dialogue takes. Speaking of dialogue, a vast majority of time, dialogue will be mono. There is no need to double up mono dialogue tracks to create faux stereo tracks in video post. If production used lavs and a boom, keep them mono in the timeline so post audio can use both at their creative discretion. Check and see what type of system audio post is using. Is it Mac based? Is it Windows? This will help determine how to format the drive you are handing off to them so they can actually read it. Or do they want the media via online sites like Dropbox or WeTransfer? Check your output before you hand it off and compare it to the deliverables doc. Does the time code of the window burn match the sequence time code at the start and at the end? Did you include a reference mix? Did the post sound facility request you export your feature in smaller chunks? Double check to minimize downtime due to mistakes. Do you have more prepping for post-audio concerns other than just these five questions? Did I miss something? Hit me up in the comments section. Also, please subscribe and share this tech goodness with the rest of your techie friends. It's really a hit at parties. Be sure to check out Moviola.com for more training videos and the rest of the 5 Things series. Until the next episode, learn more, do more. Thanks for watching.